This is Voyage Around My Arga, a light-hearted conversation about home, family, people's lives, seasonal living, inspirational ideas, and of course, Argas. This week, we celebrate chicken with Diana Henry's outstanding cookbook, A Bird in the Hand, plus the peppery watercress is our seasonal ingredient. The fragrant wallflower becomes centre stage and the star of the show, and we have a warming tip of the week. So we're getting good at this technical stuff now, aren't we? Well, yes, except I haven't connected the microphone, so... <laughs> <laughs> that helps. Well, and we have recorded a whole interview without recording it. <laughs> Oh, no, we did admit to that, I think. Yeah, we, we did. Yes, yes, we did. did. Yes, yes, yes. But for two old farts, well, actually, you're 37. Well, there you go. Um, I don't think we do too badly. I don't, I don't think we do either. Front. I don't think we do either. And so, you're an editing whiz. Yes, I, I, do, I do my best. Quite a lot ends up on the uh, cutting room floor, doesn't it? First episode back, after we'd taken our short break, the amount of editing needed honestly if you could have heard everything that we recorded it was just so much nonsense it was ridiculous but once we're back into our flow there's a lot less editing required although some people would say and i do think the trouble is is that we <laughs> also have these sudden thoughts that pop into our brain totally yes, off subject fire yes or oh my god have i got anything out of the freezer for yeah. supper <laughs> um which perhaps the listeners aren't that interested no, in no i do cut all those things out and as you know, I am prone to go rather off subject and waffle on for quite a long time about... Well, and of course, last week we got our Doctor Who's and our Star Wars in a muddle, didn't we? Well, yes. And it was so funny when you were saying it. I was, I, My brain was trying to compute. I'm too detailed. I was thinking of canines. So yes. I knew it was wrong, but yeah. I didn't say anything. But no. There you go. No, well, there maybe you, you should speak up next time. Yes, I will. Because I you will. do, you know, credit yourself for being a bit of a Doctor Who or Star Wars. No, do- Doctor Who's my... my Passion. Mm, yes. That's your ringtone, isn't it? <laughs> it is my ringtone on my phone. Is that the sound of the TARDIS landing? No, or? it's the theme tune. Yes. But it's yes. the theme tune. It's the theme tune from the David Tennant mm. era because they change it for each doctor. Mm. And it's the one which is the most lush and orchestral mm. and everything. Did you pay money for that? No, I did not. It was free. It was free. At one stage, I think you could download it from the BBC. Oh. So I, I've had it for years. And then yes. the funny thing is, I had it on my on an iPhone. And when I upgraded my iPhone, I actually gave my previous one to my stepmother. And she's got the same <laughs> ringtone as well. <laughs> Poor woman has Doctor Who theme on her, on her phone. So oh, that is funny. Now, having... <laughs> Wax lyrical last week about how great it was that you having your puppy training services and helping getting Archie to walk. Uh, frankly, this week, disaster. Disaster. <laughs> so, if anybody out there has had a puppy that won't walk, I mean, we've tried. We've well, tried you've tried everything. Everything everything he won't he's not interested in treats we've tried to sort of find better high value treats that maybe are a bit more interesting he's not following any of your dogs anymore he literally just sits i don't know i don't know what the answer is i really don't um i don't know enough about dog psychology or puppies tried breed we've we've tried Um, changing from a collar to a harness that's not made any difference a little bit honest but not really no although what's interesting so when i went i took him we've got a sort of a bluebell wood Mm. quite close to us and i took tried to take him for a walk and he just wouldn't i mean he just wouldn't walk he wouldn't even walk out the driveway no so I carried him up the hill. Defeats for the short object, bit. I feel. But then coming back, 
then because he I think he knew he was going home and then mm. he started But it didn't work today though, did it? But then it didn't work today. No. So no. it's almost like he just hasn't made the connection that actually walking is fun. And he does look a bit don't you think he looks a bit, a bit scared? scared? Yeah. But and he's such a confident chap. Yeah. So if anybody's got any we'd, ideas. Yeah, we'd really appreciate yeah. some thoughts. Yes. That would be lovely. on Archie the dog yes. that wouldn't walk. Yes. Um and just one other thing to follow up on. Last week, Kate Fleming lived. Oh, yes. Yes, she did. She did. She did. And it's the last episode. And you got one of your juicy interviews. Oh, my. That was fabulous. And no I found comment. out. I was reading. I was reading. No comment. Yes. Yes. Oh, it was. It was. <laughs> no comment. Joseph, Mary and the wee donkey. That was my favourite quote. Jesus, Mary, Mary and, and Joseph and the, and the wee, wee donkey. donkey. <laughs> my favourite, favourite quote of any of the series, yeah. I think. Although it was it was funny, I was talking to my uh, my mother and my stepfather had fallen asleep, so I hadn't seen it. And my mother said to me, "Could you just try and explain what just happened?" Because the trouble is, there's so many references back to previous series, and I just think it's so cleverly. It is clever, but that's why I said last week you need a little you yes. know booklet yeah. to accompany the series. I can't I can't wait for the final episode, which by the time this is this goes out will have, we'll will know. have happened. And I can't I can't decide whether this is actually it and they are finishing it because they've made no announcements about no, whether there's gonna no. be a new season. But I think that sometimes they're just they just tease that and hold back. Yeah. But on the other hand, it has been going on for ten years. And so you think, well, probably want to try something. Well, new, it's going or... to maybe have to end because he's actually being retired, isn't he? This or is, his last... is he? Because um... if Carmichael, who, which I suspect she's a bad one, although Anna Maxwell Martin is gosh, isn't she brilliant. brilliant? Have you seen brilliant. her in that? Um, oh God, is the series Mo- of Mother Motherland. Motherland. No, I've, I've never, I've never. Seen I mean, that. talk she's about brilliant. Talk about opposites yeah. and was an incredibly acclaimed yeah. Yeah. or talented actress. I mean, Motherland is so funny, and you can, being a mother. You can relate to it, and the characters of all the different types of mothers. I mean, it's just br- it is brilliant. Well, you should watch it. I, w- I will. And just just going back to the interview scene. So I read an interview with Martin Compson, who um, plays Steve Arnott in Line mm-hmm. of Duty, and apparently those scenes are filmed in one take, so that if you go wrong, they have to go right back to the beginning and do the whole thing again. Oh. And that was a thirty. I think it was a thirty-minute scene. I don't know. I don't know whether that's that's right or not, but that's apparently as they film it in one take. But I did think Kelly McDonald was fantastic in that scene. Which one? Um, she's she's the um, police woman. That's oh, she is, isn't she? I thought she was. And what a troubled life. Yes, very. I I I thought she was fantastic. Anyway, but you would have thought that the whole thing with the police that they're meant to delve into people's backgrounds. Well, there's artistic license, isn't, isn't there? there? You know, because it's like that the bad policeman that got shot, Ryan. You know, the fact that, you know... He'd been a badden. A badden, yes. right, from the start. So how did he end up being a police officer? You know, things well, like that. the OCG got him in oh, because they bent badden. coppers oh, in the OCG. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, there we go. But anyway, right, enough about that. We've got other things to talk about this week. So now it's time for Book of the Week, which this week is... A Bird in the Hand by Diana Henry. Yes. And it's actually both of our favourite books. And I've gifted this book to, I think, both my sisters. Uh, My brother who gave it to my mother 
I then bought it. I mean, it is just, it's, we all eat so much chicken and in particular chicken thighs. It's almost like the Bible of chicken eating. Yes. So the whole book is recipes um, based around chicken. That's the entire rationale for the book and Diana Henry which uh regular listeners will know we've actually featured before one of her her books which was um oven to table and she's the uh the regular recipe writer for the Sunday Telegraph and also she writes for Waitrose uh, magazine and newspaper she is a fantastic author very very good recipes all of her books have are fantastic but this one Especially, I think, is is if as long as you're not a vegetarian, obviously, virtually everybody know, I know eats chicken. chicken. People I know who don't like lamb or don't like red meat or don't like certain things, but chicken is just one of those staples that I think you can't go wrong. And the way the book organised uh, is, it breaks down into uh, several different sections. So one is about suppers, which um, are which are brilliant. They're quick, really easy. quick, easy weekday, tasty. You tend yeah. to have. And I'm going to interrupt because one of my favourites, and actually I reminded you, and actually you told me about this. Yes, I did. Is chicken with anchovies, lemon and rosemary. Yes. Now, it's chicken thighs. One normally has a tin or a glass jar of anchovies in your larder or in your store cupboard. There's usually a lemon, even if it's shriveled up. And lots of people that do cook and eat will have a rosemary bush as well. Yes. And that's it. Oh, and a bit of dry vermouth or white wine. Great excuse midweek to open a bottle of wine. There you go. <laughs> um, and it is just, it's delicious. It really is. good. Yes, and it, it's funny. I'd completely forgotten about um, about that one, but I had recommended that to you. One of my favourites is the chicken morchilla and sherry. Um, now, morchilla is Spanish black pudding. It has rice in it as well, I think. Sorry, lighter than black pudding. Um, but if you can't get it, then a lot of people, I mean, I could get it in London, but I haven't really been able to get it outside of London. Um, then uh, black pudding is a really good substitute. Stephen hated black pudding, but he really likes it in this. It's very, very tasty and again, very quick to do. There's also sections on on spice. So uh, you're using different spices, obviously, with chicken. Main attraction, which no surprise, is main courses, salads. And posh dinners. Yeah, feasts, uh, summer and smoke, so barbecue and griddling, comfort, and then leftovers as well, which is always a good... Leftover, and actually my mother's favourite one is the very last recipe, and it's a Vietnamese chicken pho. And you can actually buy the faux uh, paste or little tubs in the cook section of most supermarkets right. now. Okay. I've seen it because I thought, oh, okay. Noted, you know, so it could make an even quicker supper Absolutely. or Absolutely. lunch. But some of the highlights for me from the from the book and some of you know, some of the, the, the things like the quick um suppers, you've mentioned one, and there's um baked chicken with tarragon and Dijon mustard. Mm-hmm. Um quick, easy, very straightforward, but delicious. Uh, cumin and turmeric roast uh, chicken with avocado and corn fritters, which I thoroughly enjoyed. You really liked the Mexican chicken and pumpkin with pesto. Only because we had a pumpkin glut and I was looking for ways to use up pumpkins, but it was delicious. Fabulous. And the uh, and there's a, 
a lovely chicken with riceling leeks and grapes, yes, which uh, I've done. I've done that one. A paprika roast chicken with caramel, ca- caraway potatoes, pickled cucumber and soured oh, cream, delicious. Uh, which is one of the sort of the more main attraction mm-hmm. uh, dishes. But there's, I, I mean, this is a book I think both of us go back to a lot. Yeah. It's one of them that I've got two copies of because I actually have one in London and down down in uh, Dorset for Chile. Oh, and then there's another one I'm pointing at, chicken with prunes in red wine. Um, I didn't have any prunes, but I used up the dates. You used dates instead? Yes, from Christmas. Yes. Yes, you know me. Yes. <laughs> I tend to, I actually like the challenge of having an ingredient to use it up. She is one of my favourite authors yeah. as well. I really like the way she writes. So we strongly recommend yes. uh, any chicken lovers to get a copy of A Bird in the Hand. Uh, really, really uh, great recipe book. It's a classic. It is. What is our seasonal ingredient or seasonal food? Steve? Our seasonal ingredient this week is watercress. Okay. There's a lot of watercress that grows around here. There is. So we're surrounded. Well, not surrounded, but we uh, where our house is, we have a lot of water meadows around because there's natural springs um, around. So there's, there's usually a lot of water. Not at the moment. No, we haven't had rain we wish. for weeks. But at the end of uh, of a, a little uh, track just opposite the house, there's actually a watercress farm there. And there's also several in the closest village as well, um, because they uh, they actually thrive on the spring water um, that, that the chalk comes, streams. and the chalk streams. Um, so we just wanted to talk about the... And the main uh, growing areas for watercress in the country are Hampshire and Dorset. I didn't, so, know, I didn't know about Hampshire. And- yeah, yeah. So Hampshire is actually you know, is meant to be the king of watercress. Okay. And then Dorset, we've got our own watercress beds. Um, it's, it is known as yellowcress. Um, it's an aquatic flowering plant and it's part of the cabbage family. It's one of the oldest known leaf vegetables consumed by humans. Okay. So... And watercress soup was very popular in the 17th century, and it was claimed that it cleansed the blood. Probably something to do with it. it's like peppery, yes, because it's got that lovely nasturtium peppery rocket. Yes, it's. A, I, I I sort of I always think of it. It's a bit of a cross between spinach and rocket because mm. it's got that peppery taste mm. um, of of rocket. But you've got to be careful with watercress. Watercress, watercress. It is best raw. I mean, that's when it, it is it is is most flavoursome. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're going to use it um, and to cook it, it's best to either wilt it very quickly or just blanch it. So similar as you would do with spinach. But it's that lovely vivid green. Yes. Yes, it is. It is, and then you. Uh, but then it retains that mm. um, that pepperiness. That's a, so you could. So if you were doing often, if I haven't done a vegetable or I want to incorporate a vegetable into a curry dish, I chuck in a load of spinach at the end just so I can do that box ticked. Um, so actually, you could do watercress the same. Yes, you, you could. You could. You could throw it in, in in the same way. And it might actually be slightly better than spinach because it's got more of a texture with the stalk. Yes, rather than spinach is just the leaf. Yeah. British watercress, the season is April to November. Um, but obviously imported, I mean, you can buy it all year yeah. round, but then it's imported. And if you can buy British and support the Dorset and Hampshire watercress farmers. Well, and it's se- it's a seasonal ingredient. So it it'll taste better when it's in its season. It now, it is actually classed as a superfood. 
Yes. Obviously, it is the it's Naomi bright, Campbell of, of the Cabbage Family. Of the Cabbage Family. <laughs> 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 because it's packed with um, antioxidants. Uh, including vitamin C, um, beta carotene. Uh, so it is actually very good for you. And it's lovely salads, isn't it? Yeah, I love watercress. Um, I know I know a lot of people just think it's a bit of a nothing. Oh, but even like but I think it's got a fabulous flavour. Egg mayonnaise sandwich. Oh, lovely. Oh, and what was that? Isn't it orange and fennel in watercress salad? Salmon, I think, and uh, trout. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think with um, like smoked trout pate, because, you know, sometimes Ooh, nice. it... Patty can be a bit sort of clory, and I think the watercress um, cuts through that pepper pepperiness, sharpness sort of cuts through that yeah. richness. So actually, I, it's quite versatile. And I think it, I mean I think people do it a lot in soups. And yeah, like, like that. But oh yeah, watercress is, soup. Yes, we had to get one of my soups in. I haven't <laughs> mentioned soup for at least three weeks. Oh, thank. Into salad season now. Yeah. <laughs> Everything will be in a salad. <laughs> and of course, watercress is fabulous in a salad. Oh. So that is our um, ingredient of the week, our seasonal ingredient, um, the lovely, humble, but delicious watercress. Well, let us know how you like your watercress. <laughs> oh, I've been allowed to do it. Tip of the week. Well, I think more practice required there, <laughs> actually. <laughs> I was never very good with instruments. Well, you're not. No. <laughs> I bet you were one that used to have to mime in the uh, choir as well, didn't I you? I don't think I was even let loose on the recorder. Oh, no, I was I was in the choir to make up numbers, but as long as I would mime, I would be okay. Which... Oh, no, I, 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 was in, I was in a choir. I had a lovely singing voice. Oh, you were quite angelic, weren't you? I was, mm. I was. Mm -hmm. I believe, I may have got this one, but I believe that my... Somewhere around there was a recording of me singing once in Royal, well, once in Royal David City in Bristol Cathedral, I think, as a solo. Really? Yes. Oh, you'll have to unearth that. Yes. I, 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 That's slightly more impressive than me going as a daffodil to a party. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, going way off topic. Yes, yes. Tip of the week. Let, hang on a minute. Oh, no. That's... You don't... Tip of the week. There you go. This week is very simple. And actually, you're going to say to me, but we're going into spring. And this came from a member of the lovely Facebook group, I Love My Arga, from, she's called Rachel Bailey. And they collect pebbles, sort of hand size, and they put them, leave them on their arga so that when they come back in from cold walks, they can warm their hands on these lovely pebbles. And I just thought that was such a lovely idea. But we're going into spring. <laughs> yes, but it's still freezing. Isn't it? Ice every morning. It's just ridiculous. So, so much frost. Mm. And apparently there's still going to be frost next week. Yeah. Oh, by the way, that is a really good tip. I actually really like that tip. Just Yes. I, well, I just that. think it's quite nice because you could then actually decorate the pebbles or the pebbles or stones that you could have picked up from lovely walks. And it's got memories. Yeah. Okay. And I just thought Let's it was very nice. I'm, I'm not sure about decorating. Them. Well, if you're five... You might oh, okay, like yes, to. okay. <laughs> not everything's about you. I can just see you there <laughs> painting your pebbles. Now, Mrs. Toons, it's your special day, so it's... It does your... seem to be all about me this it week. It is, it I is. Know. I just thought I'd give you the occasional episode to shine. What, just to keep me interested? Yes. Yeah. Because you realise you can't do this without me. <laughs> yes, well, I can't. 
pretty dull if it was just me wittering on, wouldn't it? Fascinated, I'm sure. It'd be fascinating. <laughs> is that not what it is yeah. most of the time? So what is the flower or plant or garden tip this week? The wool flower. What, like me? Yes, shy and retiring. Yes. <laughs> Sits there waiting to be asked. <laughs> so the wallflower, it's a biennial, which means uh, I will be sowing my new wallflower seeds probably in June, July to start flowering about now. So it takes sort of two years. It's an, you, you plant it the year before you want it to flower. Whereas okay. an annual you plant and it will flower in the same year. So we'll sign 12 months. I'm going to sound really stupid now. You? I know. I, know. I thought wallflower, I have to say, I thought wallflower was just a generic term for a range of flowers, but it's an actual... Flower. Flower. Like in a, and of itself yeah, is a wallflower. Like a tulip is a tulip. Yeah, that is... Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. And they smell beautiful. Okay. They aren't terribly long-lasting in the vase, but the smell so... You know, for a posy on the kitchen table for three or four days, just the smell. It's it's very rich, quite sweet. It's just, it's beautiful. Stick your nose in and you'll see what I mean. <laughs> um, also, funnily enough, it's also part of the cabbage family. Really? Yeah. So we've got... Oh, it's a week of cabbage. It's a week of cabbage. Relations. Relations. Um, and it's just a very cheery, very, very happy looking flower. It thrives on, why it's called a wallflower, was it? Because it used to grow in cracks and crevices in quite stony, quite poor ground, and often seen growing out of stone walls, hence being called a wallflower. They have the the flower, clever flower breeders have just come up with some beautiful colours now, so it's not the browns and oranges and yellows of, you might remember back in the sort of 70s that you would, well, you wouldn't have known what it was, but people that do know flowers. Um, And there's some lovely soft apricots and peaches and reds and purples. And they, some of them look almost like crushed velvet, just gorgeous. And the smell is divine. And they are in season from pretty much now, but it's a very long flowering period because they can, they flower almost for continue for a whole year. I mean, even on a winter's day, you can find some in flower. Okay. As long as you remember to sow the seed and plant them and have them in your garden. And some go on for a lot longer than just a couple of years. So where does the expression wallflower come from? I don't know. I don't know where the expression comes from. So does it have a particular meaning? You know, like last week you talked about the ranunculus and what it meant in Victorian times when they... It was included in a bouquet, which I found fascinating. Does this have any sort of similar meaning? You would think, wouldn't you? Because, you know, the term a wallflower is somebody that means, you know, that they're shy and they sort of disappear into the background. But actually, it represents fidelity, faithfulness and lasting beauty. Perfect attributes for a symbol of enduring friendship. So, uh, which is perfect because it's a very simple flower and it's quite a nice gesture for companionship to give to somebody. Lovely. Yeah. Which is why you included it in the little posy for us then. Yes, exactly. There you go. Well, that's it for another week. God, it goes quickly, doesn't it? It does. That it time does. comes around and that's when we've got to do all our listing of how you can get hold of us yes which, which we wish you would actually. yes we would love to hear from you and we would particularly ask uh that if you and when you subscribe to the podcast platform uh if you could rate and leave a review if 
you possibly can because it does help other people find us on the platform and spread the word if you really do enjoy listening to us get your friends to listen, to listen to us too and uh, don't forget that you can find us on uh, Voyager and Myaga on Facebook and Instagram uh, we're on Twitter at Arga Voyager <laughs> Twitter <laughs> sort of uh, we're on it Yes, we are. We, we, we don't post. We just yes. haven't posted anything properly yet. There's still time. I know, there's still time. There's, We're learning. And you can contact us on our email address, voyagearoundmyarga at gmail.com. So with that, we look forward to speaking to you again next week. And so thank you for listening. God, we got there in the end. Bye. Bye.